Hare Krishna, dear devotees, and not Nam, all glorious Shri Shalapurvat Maharaj. Today we are very fortunate. We have His Grace uh, Ram Giridhari Prabhuji from Mumbai, India. And today Prabhuji is going to enlighten us from Srimad Bhagavatam, 10 to 6, chapter 3, verse number 6. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, Dhanu Pranam, all glorious Shri Shalapurvat Maharaj. Hare Krishna, Thank you. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaivanarottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nashta Prayeshu Abadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevayam Bhagavati Uttamashloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki. So, this is a chapter from sixth canto, third chapter titled Yamaraja Instructs His Messengers. Shloka number six. Kintu Shastra Bahute, Kintu Shastra Bahutveshyad, Bahunami Hakarminam, Shastratvam Upacharohi, Yaka Mandala Vartinam. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Samishla Prabhupada, Shila Prabhupada Kijai. Translation. The Yamadutas continued. Since there are many different karmis or workers, there may be different judges or rulers to give them justice. But just as one central emperor controls different departmental rulers, there must be one supreme controller to guide all the judges. Purport. In governmental management, there may be departmental officials to give justice to different persons. But the law must be one and that central law must control everyone. The Yamadutas could not imagine that two judges would give two different verdicts in the same case and therefore they wanted to know who the central judge is. The Yamadutas are certain that Ajamila was a most sinful man. But although Yamaraja wanted to punish him, the Vishnu Dutas excused him. This was a puzzling situation that Yamadutas wanted Yamaraja to clarify. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakayam Chakshurun Militam Yenam Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaham Namaham Vishnu Padayam Krishna Prashtaya Bhutalim Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Niti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda 
श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासदी गौर भक्त वृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे किंतु शास्त्र बहुत कंट्रोल्स different departmental rulers there must be one supreme controller to guide all the judges so this is a very interesting series of ajamila being delivered because the state of consciousness the lifestyle that ajamila led or the fall down that he had had they are all very relevant to kaliyuga context also in spite of being born in a very good family ajamila fell down because of his being careless in his activities it is explained that when you visually see something it has got a powerful impact and to even forget that takes a significant endeavor so ajamila somehow by the blessings of vishnudutas who had acted based on the central governing order that anyone who chants the holy name of the lord the control for that person should be immediately passed on to vishnu dutas so ajamila is definitely fortunate and so are we in kaliyuga while the age of quarrel and hypocrisy is very powerful and intense but the good quality here is that as soon as somebody comes in contact somebody chants the holy name of the lord as soon as somebody participates in the hari naam sankirtan he is classified as liberated when chaitanya mahaprabhu 
was performing his manifested Leela, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu delivered so many people. He delivered karmis, jnanis. He transformed Ramanandis. He transformed people with different, different ideologies just by his association. The process of Krishna consciousness as given by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is so contagious that anyone who comes in contact with the holy name chanted by a pure devotee also gets this effect of chanting. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was traveling from Jagannath Puri to South India, so he traveled to two different places in South India. When he reached uh, the place called Ahobilam, there he had, uh, from Ahobilam he went to a place which is a very small town, a small place where Lord Sri Ram is being worshipped. So, and there lived a Brahmana. So this Brahmana was constantly chanting the name of Lord Ram, 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 Ram. So, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami explains that in those days, southern India was filled by, was filled with either Karmis, Jnanis, Mayavadis or devotees of Lord Sri Ramachandra. So this place is called Siddha Vata, where there is a small uh, temple of Sita Ram Lakshmana Hanuman and this Brahmana who lived in Siddhavata right from his childhood he has been accustomed to chant the name of the Lord you know Lord Ramachandra and Krishnas Kaviraj Goswami explains when Mahaprabhu arrived at Siddhavata this Brahmana welcomed him, but he didn't even utter any other word. He just said, Ram, 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 Ram. Even nowadays you see this custom in India. If you go to North India, when they see each other, when two people see each other, they say, Jai Ram Ji Ki. That is why when we see each other in, you know, our tradition, we greet each other with Hare Krishna. 
So that word Hare Krishna as an exchange gives so much of uh, depth and meaning one who knows it. So this Brahmana invited Mahaprabhu saying the, you know, Ram 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 and Mahaprabhu accepted the welcome and uh, Mahaprabhu honored Prashadam in that Brahmana's house and gave blessings to that Brahmana and went further down for uh, other places. He went to, you know, Skandakshetra. He went to went he went to the temple of Trivikrama. And then on the way back, he once again came to Siddhavata. This time, this Brahmana once again welcomed Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to his house for honoring Shadam. But this time this Brahmana was chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. He was chanting Krishna's name, Krishna, 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 Krishna. Even though Mahaprabhu <laughs> knew the whole thing, he asked the Brahmana, Hey Brahmana, what is your position now? What happened to you? Previously you have been chanting Lord Rama's name. And suddenly you are now chanting Krishna's name. What happened to you? This Brahmana said, My dear sir, From my childhood I had a swabhava of calling the name of Lord Rama. From my childhood I had, I had been collecting the glories of Lord Ramachandra. And formerly that had been my lifestyle. But just by once seeing you, I do not know what has happened. My tongue is now not able to chant anything else apart from Krishna's name. My tongue is tied up to the glories of Krishna's name. Even though the name of Lord Rama and Lord Krishna are non-different. Somehow, I got myself drawn towards this Krishna's name after coming in contact with you just once. I have heard the glories of Lord Rama's names. Shri Rama Rama Rameti Rame Rame Manorame Sahasra Nama Daptulyam Rama Nama Vararane That Lord Shiva is telling to Parvati that if anybody wants to chant Vishnu Sahasra Nam, which has got thousand names of Vishnu, if they just chant three times of the name of Lord Lord Rama, they'll get the benefit of chanting thousand names of Vishnu. And in the very next shloka in Madhya Leela, that Brahmana is telling Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but when I chant Krishna's name, I get the benefit of chanting 3000 Vishnu's name, which is equivalent to three times of Rama's name. And Shla Prabhupada is giving the reference from Lagu Bhagavata Amrita, where Rupa Goswami is giving this particular shloka. And this Brahmana is explaining this to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as his personal experience. 
नाम्ना मकारी बहुता निज सर्वशक्ति तत्रार्पिता नियमित स्मरणे न काला एता दृशी तव कृपा भगवन ममापी दुर्धैवमी दृशमिहाम जनिनानुरागा सो दिस हरे कृष्ण महामंत्रा इस सो कंटी जैसो दिस ब्राह्मणा इस सेइंग हेंस I am completely convinced, sir, that you are Krishna himself. So this whole science of holy name is very contagious and very special and very unique. That Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, personally realizing the situation of people in Kali Yuga, gave this Sankirtan mission, which is having two wonderful attributes number one it's most easiest of all the processes and number two it delivers the highest of all the results uh, in hindi we say sabse sasta or tikawa behetareen you know best output is the cheapest uh, you know price which everybody wants, right? You know, we want all the best products in, you know, in cheap price. So, here Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given something like that. Here cheap is not with respect to the standard. Cheap is about easiest. The most easiest process. Even a dog can take part in the chanting. Even a child can take part, can take part in the chanting. According to Mr. Prabhupada's, you know, this wonderful um, 10 minute speech on holy name. And the net result is, we get pure love of God. So knowing the nature of evil in Kali Yuga, Mahaprabhu did this. And this process is uh, so sublime. So right now, we Yamadutas are in a state of shock. And not only shock, they are in a state of complete confusion. That how is this possible that we never knew this up till this point in time? Why we have not been inducted into this? Vishnudhuta in the last chapter had given enough, uh, you know, instructions and enough clarification on the glories of the holy name. Within itself was very convincing and very, you know, uh, clarifying. But then, Yamadhuta wanted to know what is Yamaraj's view. After all, they are reporting to Yamaraj and Yamaraj has to give his own perspective. So they are coming and put, you know, putting forth their questions. Even though they got to know some knowledge, many a times, you know, we also have such situations. From our childhood, we have been taught some things, and suddenly, because of some agyata sukriti or some real blessing, we come in contact with some self-realized soul, and our entire scheme of things about life gets changed. We get, we are ourselves surprised. Is it me? What happened to me? Uh, yesterday I was not like this, but today I am different. So this process is very, very contagious. So Yamadutas are now putting forth these questions to Yamaraj, which Yamaraj is going to give his perspective to, which is which will be like a you know a double confirmation. Nowadays, uh, 
in uh, security for security purposes login or uh, two staged login uh, so, so this is something like that they heard it from vishnu dutas very wonderful glories of the holy name now yamaraj is going to you know talk about the glories of the holy name so we are going to have three reflections in this current context to establish or to defend, to discuss this particular, you know, shloka that Yamadutas are speaking about. The first one, in terms of uh, the glories of the holy name, or as Yamadutas are putting for a logical situation, in uh, teachings of Lord Chaitanya which is an extract from Chaitanya Charitamrita probably chapter 5 or chapter 6, 7 in Rupa Siksha it is very nicely explained there are different forms of the Lord the Lord he comes in a Swayam Rupa then he comes in Tadekatma Rupa then he comes as Avesha Rupa. When he comes as Swayam Rupa, when he comes himself, I am not getting into the details of this, the reason I am uh, you know, trying to drive home a particular point. So the Swayam Rupa of the Lord also has got further details. But these three are the main three branches. Swayam Rupa, Tadekatma Rupa and Avesha Rupa. Swayam Rupa of the Lord are just for Leela, performing Leelas. Where the Lord Himself comes or His immediate expansions, Balaram, Nashinga, Rama, where the Lord has personally come down to perform some pastimes and there are no other agenda. He wants to just perform pastimes. Of course, there are always uh, some side things gets taken care. Tadekatma Rupa is mainly the Lord's administrative function. He looks after the universe, creation, he, he tries to expand himself into different forms so that the entire universe is organically, systematically, scientifically managed. And Avesha Rupa is mainly for preaching. Empowered personalities to, to, to spread the glories. So when Yamadutas are asking we understand there could be different workers, different department, different judge. But they should all be operating under one single law, which is true. So they want to understand the entire science. Please teach us, because we always wanted to know the source of where we are getting some information. If you know it, then our respect towards the information gets increased. 
So my first reflection here is that the Supreme Lord operates in a very systematic, organic manner and try to take care of the jivas and the universe. And it is all operating under one single law, one single centralized personality and that is Bhagavan. Shad Aishwarya Paripurna Saman. That personality who is bestowed, who is blessed with, who is filled with all the six opulences in full. But on a transactional reason, on a transactional level, he, he has he has different uh, sections, divisions, and he operates on all of them and Yayata Mam Prapadyante Tams Tataiva Bajamyam. So as we as we read scriptures, we get to know the Lord reciprocates according to one's individual capacity, one's individual's interest, one's individual surrender. And that is why who who which part of the Lord, which uh, you know uh, aspect of the Lord response depends upon how the individual's consciousness is. So my first reflection here is that as Yamadutas are anticipating, yes, there is a different arrangement, different people are dealt differently, but the centralized control is from one single supreme controller. Under his direction, everybody functions. Krishna clarifies this in Bhagavad Gita. Uh, he says, those who worship demigods, they go to demigod planet, those who, those who worship, you know, forefathers, uh, they reach them. But he says, all these personalities, they receive the blessings from me. I sanction. If anybody worships a demigod, the demigod sanctions you some results. But the result is actually coming from the Supreme Lord. So, there is an entire uh, org chart, organizational chart that is pre-established. And Krishna categorically explains that all of them gets enablement from me. Seventh chapter of Bhagavad Gita. And elsewhere in Bhagavatam, in Chitra Ketu's episode, there is a very wonderful explanation Chitra Ketu is giving. So if somebody knows Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, if somebody knows about the transcendental nature of the Supreme Lord and if they still go after the demigods, if they still go and ask support or help from the demigods, Chitraketu is not giving a very good title to them. Chitraketu is saying that they are animals in human body. So, to consolidate my first reflection, we need to understand that everything operates under one central supreme controller and the supreme controller has got an organizational chart and each of them has got it, have got their own purpose and function. Who gets attention from which function of the Lord depends upon how we operate. But an intelligent person is the one who will always seek the shelter of 
the Supreme Lord. In one lecture, Srila Prabhupada is saying, one devotee is asking Srila Prabhupada, or one reporter or one curious person asked Prabhupada, Swamiji, have you seen demigods? So, Srila Prabhupada says, what is the use? And Srila Prabhupada says immediately that if a person knows the king directly, there is no need of knowing all the constables. And since I know the king, probably it will be more appropriate for the constables to know me rather than I know the constables. Of course, he was not trying to clarify in a disrespectful manner, not saying that demigods are somebody who is cheap. But he wanted to say that if somebody has got direct access to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, there is no requirement to go through all the other, you know, hierarchy. Deva Rishi Budapta Pitranam Rinam Nakinkaroyam Rajan Sarvatmanam Sharanam Sharanyam Gato Mukundam Parihritya Kartyam. They are indebted to so many people. But all of them, we cannot individually go and fulfill our debts and duties. So, Gato Mukundam Parihritya Kartyam. If somebody surrenders to Mukunda, then they are. All their needs, all their debts are taken care. So hence the first aspect is about the Supreme Lord, His organizational structure and our relationship to that context. The one additional point that I want to say is that in this structure, the set rule, there is a set rule that every single thread in that organization chart, the rule is defined and they work in perfect manner under the direction of the Supreme Lord's Yoga Maya. Now comes the second reflection. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that, my dear Arjuna, please note, I am impartial. At the same time, my devotees are dear to me. So, this puts us into further confusion. How is that the Lord could be impartial and still say he is dear to, dear to his devotees? I'll give, I'll explain this with an example. A person was Conducting a math class, mathematics class. In the mathematics class, he was conducting a very important unit, say calculus or whatever that you can think of. And exams was approaching. So there were 50 children in the classroom. The math teacher said, exams are coming. So I am going to conduct a special class on a Saturday. So if anybody wants to get more uh, practice and some get, get some clarifications, 
So welcome. So on a Saturday when the special class was called, out of the fifty children, thirty of them went for the class, and twenty did not go. And the teacher conducted the session, and at the end of the session. The teacher said that if you still have some doubts, you can call me. You can reach out to me. You may you may even visit my house. And this is, this happens in India. I'm not sure if that happens in your country. So I'm ready to even personally help you to get your doubts clarified. So. Six children out of the thirty took advantage of that offer. So the following Monday, the following weekday morning, when the math teacher went in, went inside the classroom, when she is he or she is addressing the students, fifty of them, to whom the teacher will have more and more eye contact, and uh, you, who to whom. The teacher will relate more. It's but obvious those six children. What if the remaining says that the teacher is biased? The answer is the teacher is biased. Probably it may appear like that, but she was not because the offer was made to everyone. The offer was given to everyone in the class to come to the special class. Only thirty of them came, and there the offer was given, which only six of them took, and those six of them got the real benefit. So Krishna is saying, "I am telling this instruction to every one of you, and if somebody did not take it seriously." And come and blame me that you are partial. Sorry, sir, I am not partial. But for sure, those who gave attention to my instructions, I will be definitely giving my attention to them because they gave their attention to me. So my second reflection here is that many a times this can be a, a debate saying that uh, this is nayan zafi hai, itna sara paap kiya hua vakti. How come the guy who has done so much of sins, what these emotions are completely puzzled with? This this guy, you know, Ajamila <laughs> did so much of sins. Huh? We have punished people who have done less sins than him, but this guy is getting a royal treatment. Is it not a biased treatment? Is it not something uh, you know which is? Uh, uh, Pakshpad, I mean, is completely biased. So Krishna is saying, "Yes, I am biased, but I am impartial." So this is Achintya Beda Beda Tattva, simultaneously one and different. Because my offer was given to everyone, those who did not accept it, those who did not go for it, cannot cry. Then they see others getting the result. 
that is why you know in kaliyuga when chaitanya mahaprabhu is personally coming and delivering people left right center the demigods great great personalities they want to come to this material world kaliyuga when chaitanya mahaprabhu was there oh my god you have never seen this swarm of the lord we have never seen this much merciful we have never seen such a mass scale of deliverance pantastu koti satavatsara sampragamyo vayo ratapi manaso munipungavanam sopyasti yat prapada chimni avichintya tatve govindam adipurusham tamaham bajami rishis and munis are performing Koti Satavatsara Sampragamyo, tens and thousands of years. Uh, they have been chanting for what? To get a glimpse of one speck, one small portion of the Lord's lotus feet for a moment. That's all they will get by performing such a you know, deep meditation. But then, <laughs> those who are chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra, they are dancing and singing in the streets what do they get they get krishna prem so it looks like you know my god that's why bhagavatam says kriteya dhyayato vishnum tretayam yajato mahair dwapare paricharyayam kalautat harikirtanat and he says kaler dosha nide rajan astiki eko mahan guna kirtanat eva krishnasya mukta sanga param rajit In the first shloka, Srimad Bhagavatam explains how every yuga has got its own processes. In Kali Yuga, it is Harinam Sankirtan. The second shloka that I quoted, where Srimad Bhagavatam explains, in spite of all the anomalies of Kali Yuga, if somebody latches themselves, if somebody gets glued to this Sankirtan mission, they are considered as liberated. That's why Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj, after uh, he experienced a significant um, setbacks in his Gaudiya Mutt, you know, late, 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 he has left um, some three important instructions. He says, don't try to be a hero, simply try to be a speck in the hands of the spiritual master. Second is always take shelter of Hari Naam and Hari Kata. And third is beware of disunity. The message here is that somehow or other we need to understand this impartially partial nature of the Lord. The Lord is impartially partial. So we need to be understanding this secret. And this secret is revealed by the Lord and His dear devotees. So, let us better understand them so that we are not going to be puzzled as Yamadutas. We will obviously, you know, walk that path where we will get the Lord's attention. The third and the last reflection from this current context is that... uh, This Krishna Consciousness process, this 
harinam sankirtan process it works wonders on everyone who comes in contact with and the result is also wonderful as mahaprabhu was passing through the jharkhand forest there is a wonderful narration is wonderful purport prabhupad gives he says that the tiger and the deer who are technically called you know not good friends a tiger and deer cannot be good friends because one eats the other when the tiger eats the you know deer but when they got in touch with the holy name of the lord they got so friendly is almost radharan maharaj gives a fantastic class on this you know lord chaitanya mahaprabhu performs kirtan and jharkhand forest he said that the whole mood is all these animals they started hugging each other and started starting to dance that is why lochana das takura in his song parama karuna pahudui jana mitai gaura chandra in that he sings pashu paki jure pashana vidare sunichar gunagata parama karuna pahudui jana nitai gaura chandra dekho re bhai tribhuvane nai e mono doyal data pashu paki jure pasana vidare sunijar gunagata my dear brother just try and examine this within the three words there is no one like lord chaitanya or lord nityananda their merciful qualities are so great that upon hearing them even birds and beasts cry and stones melt samsare majiya rohili poriya se pade na hilo aasha apana karamam bunjaye samanam kahoe lochan dasa but lochan dasa regrets that i am entrapped by sense gratification i have no attraction for the lotus feet of the lord so my third reflection here is this process of chanting the holy name of the lord it actually completely purify the propensities even till the root level as the brahmana and siddhavata was explaining it completely purifies of somebody's swabhava of their 
born qualities because it is very difficult for us to get rid of our nature that we are born with very difficult so much of struggle we tend to go back to that you know it's like a dog's tail but this explains this holy name of the lord where it is where it is chanted when it is practiced uh, everybody different people whether it birds bees animals chandalas everyone gets transformed so the third aspect of this current context is that yamaraja is eventually going to explain this to yamadutas that how this is a green channel entry you don't need to go through any stages of screening this is a green channel entry for a soul how much ever fallen that soul may be and that is why in mahaprabhu's manifested leela he has specifically performed a few pastimes like that of jagai and madai the pastimes of gopala chapal and shrivas takur haridas takur being beaten up in 24 22 marketplace haridas takur being disturbed by the prostitute all these pastimes all these uh, leelas are meant to establish one single point that don't worry about what baggage you carried in the past please latch on to this process and it will uproot from the root the wrong propensities but that's not that's not only the point here the point here is this is a science and this is just not a sentiment because in krishna consciousness process many a times we think that this is just a sentiment we just chant a mantra we just chant a shloka we just chant some you know sanskrit words which this brahmana whom chaitanya mahaprabhu had prasadam and siddhavata is explaining actually the name of krishna is so powerful it attracts it it, it is so attractive it captures uh, everyone's heart even a person with stone heart gets melted so the reflection here is to say the third reflection here is to say that the holy name not only cleans off of our birth qualities or the qualities that we are born with and it is also a science which elevates us to get fixed in absolute samadhi and that is why there are five stages of remembrance of the lord stage 1 is called smaranam stage 2 is called dharanam stage 3 is called dhyanam stage 4 is called druvanusmriti and stage 5 is called samadhi if you want to know more details about this you can refer nectar of instruction verse number 8 in the
in the purport prabhupada explains of course he doesn't give these all the names that is from jiva goswami's uh, bhakti sandarbha the idea is initially we have general remembrance only but as somebody is being associated with the holy name and have general remembrance it gets intensified the holy name naturally works upon that you know person and it intensifies the remembrance to dharanam dharanam means previously i was just chanting like this i was just you know casually chanting i was just you know associated you know as a just out of a limited faith and when i when i reach the stage of dhyanam just the third stage of meditation my concentration my focus is centered around one singular form pastime activities leela personality of the lord hanuman towards lord ramachandra a brahmana and dakshin bharat towards kurma avatar yashodamaya towards krishna gopis towards krishna and several people like that several you know uh, relationships dhyanam where they are single pointedly focus proper gives how do you evolve your consciousness very nicely you know he explains this probably I'll, you know see if i can pull that out and read for you all it's a very uh, wonderful purport i'll just read that read a portion from that purport where proper talks about how this stages of consciousness is evolution is happening and this evolution this evolution of consciousness is what that we need to focus on i will just read this is from verse number 8 two paragraphs i'll study shila bhakti siddhanta saraswati takura has commented as follows upon this verse one who has not yet developed interest in krishna consciousness should give up all material motives and train his mind by following the progressive regulative principles namely chanting and remembering krishna and his name form quality pastimes and so forth in this way after developing a taste for such things one should try to live in brindavana and pass his time constantly remembering krishna's name fame pastimes qualities under the direction and protection of an expert devotee this is the summon substance of all instruction regarding the cultivation of devotional service in the neophyte stage one should always engage in hearing krishna katha this is called shravana dasa the stage of hearing by constantly hearing the transcendental holy name of krishna and hearing of his transcendental form qualities and pastimes one can attain to the stage of acceptance called varana dasha when one attains the stage he become becomes attracted to the hearing of krishna katha when one is able to chant in ecstasy he attains the stage of smarana avastha the stage of remembering so recollection absorption meditation constant remembrance and trance are the five items of progressive krishna smarana this is what i said recollection is smaranam absorption is dharanam meditation is dhyanam 
constant remembrance dhruvanu smriti and trans samadhi so proper right here the recollection absorption meditation constant remembrance and trans are the five items of progressive krishna smarana at first remembrance of krishna may be interrupted at intervals but later remembrance proceeds uninterrupted when a remembrance is uninterrupted it becomes concentrated and is called meditation when meditation expands and becomes constant it is called anusmriti by uninterrupted and unceasing anusmriti one enters the stage of samadhi or spiritual trance after smarana dasa or samadhi has fully developed the soul comes to understand his original constitutional position at that time he can perfectly and clearly understand his eternal relationship with krishna that is called sampatti dasha the perfection of life so my third reflection hence i want to conclude by saying that this process of chanting the holy name of the lord can completely cleanse not only just human every living entity and it can help us to evolve our consciousness scientific so this is just not some sort of a mental concoction or some sentiment we are you know we are associating ourselves to a, a topmost science which actually works upon ourselves and we can experience them so these are the three sets of reflections from this uh, current context so if there are any questions or comments or reflections uh, i'll be happy to you know respond and clarify grandra shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shila prabhupada ki jai nitay gaura premanande hari hari bol hari krishna prabhu ji dhanu pranam all glory to shila prabhupada very nice class prabhu ji thank you so much prabhu so many points were there from class all glory to prabhupada anybody has any questions i'll be happy to respond Hare Krishna Prabhu ji madhava pranam to you shivpropat ki jai guru maharaj ki jai yes a very nice class to ji prabhu ji like you mentioned about the um like how you know with when lochatnya was going and all the animals also started chanting and they lost the propensity to harm each other so um, like uh, one time i'm hearing this second time uh, you know i'd heard that uh, one time shri prabhupad mentioned that you know uh, that animals cannot understand uh, you know bhagavatam or anything because uh, uh, like you know they don't have that uh, uh, capacity so to say so it is amazing how lord chetanya was able to uh, because he is non different from krishna so probably that's why he was able to uh, make everyone chant or um, or is there some incidents uh, in the life of some acharyas and all like shila propad and others also they were able to uh, we also have that empowerment to you know make the animals also chant and uh, be different from what they are i just wanted to uh, ask that question 
Mahatma, the holy name's glories is um, the potency of the holy name is um, coming down from Goloka Brindavan Dham. When it is chanted by a self-realized soul, the effect is same. Both by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as well as by the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So there are several episodes where um, we get to see and hear uh, the animals or even uh, a lower a person in lower consciousness could, uh, you know, could perform, could, you know, like, you know, Narada Muni transformed Mrigari. And what qualification Mrigari had? Mrigari was almost living like an animal. So, I mean, you worship than animal. But Narada Muni transformed Mrigari for that matter. And like that, there are so many episodes uh, that we get to hear from, uh, you know, Srimad Bhagavatam. So, the idea here is that uh, the holy name is powerful. But it has to be, you know, uh, given, and uh, you have to uh, you have to hear and chant in the association of bona fide devotees. Avaishnava mukot girnam bhutam harikatamritam shravanam naivakartavyam sarpa uchista yatapayaha. So, Prabhupada says in that uh, you know very famous recording where Shri Prabhupada talks about the glories of the holy name. He tells two things. He said this process is very nice, wonderful. A dog can take part in chanting, a child can take part in the chanting, and in the same recording he says, we should make sure to hear this from the lips of a pure devotee for having the same effect that it is described. So, holy name will have any some effect on everybody, but if you want to talk about the effect that is mentioned, it has to come from um, a bona fide source. So, it is not just Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, anybody who has uh, come in contact uh, gets transformed. Another point is, animals may not have uh, intelligence to process the philosophical information, but actually speaking, we also don't need philosophical information after a point in time. Philosophy is given to us for us to surrender to the process. Once you surrender to the process, all you need is a very deep amount of sincerity, and a very, you know, high amount of sentiment to follow your spiritual authority. Prabhupada explains that knowledge and renunciation can take us to a certain level. Beyond that point in time, what is going to take you forward is your sincerity and the sentiment of following your spiritual master's advice. Hare Krishna. Make sense? Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. 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 Hare uh, only talk about always remember Krishna uh, or never forget Krishna. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, with the Hakti also small only condensed into one uh, uh, single unit, single point. But even that, there are five divisions that is very uh, uh, nice to know. And uh, it was almost like, uh, it was, uh, you know, that when Dharana, yes, Dharana, Samadhi, all these things are on coming to the uh, uh, Patanjali uh, Yoga Sutra uh, stages. So, uh, of course, this is with bhakti. 
So uh, the, the, the levels are much higher. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, it has the potency of the holy name, whereas uh, those, uh, those Patanjali Yoga Sutras are own uh, effort without the Lord. So nice. There will be some similar uh, resemblance to Patanjali Yoga Sutra, but uh, what I said is what Jiva Goswami says in uh, you know, Bhakti Sandarbha, which Prabhupada uh, brings it out in uh, Nectar of Instruction to say that how will you evolve your consciousness to cross-check, you know, if your consciousness is evolving and you are able to go more and more deeper and closer and focused towards the Supreme Lord. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, your point is not at all. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, and I know you took it from Pamukhtanrava. And, yeah, like, yeah, so it is also to examine where we are. It's so nice uh, to learn this. Uh, it is in the uh, so, uh, so in uh, Maranam, then Dharana, then uh, then uh, Panishkriti, and then in between there is one Dhyanam, Smaranam, Dharanam, Dhyanam, Dhyanusmriti, Samadhi. Yeah. So most of the people would be in, uh, trying to struggle, to, I mean, in your fight, we try trying to, I mean, struggling to get it, you know, keep themselves at the yes, Maranam level. Uh, so there's so such a long path ahead of us, most of us. It gives us a reality check and uh, shake yourself. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Any other thoughts, comments, reflections? Okay, so maybe we can. Uh, Prabhuji, in your class you were mentioning, I don't know what context you were saying, you were saying something about in your country. You were saying something that, uh, some differentiation you were mentioning about India and here. You remember what you were saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was just saying that, uh, you know, the normal uh, practice, I don't know, what was that point that I was mentioning? Uh, um, Inviting the students to his home. Yes, yes, inviting students. Thank you, Prabhu. Yeah, I was explaining about uh, how being partial and impartial. So, mm -hmm. um, Krishna is impartially partial. So, he is ready to give you all personal attention. But he is actually impartial. This offer is available to everyone. Only you have to grab it. If you grab it, you will get his attention. If you don't grab it, you will be a part of general mass. So I was just explaining this example of a math teacher, uh, you know, calling people to home. I just said that, you know, I'm not sure if that is practice allowed in your country. That's all. Yes. That's Actually, Prabhuji, you mentioned this. Uh, even Shri Prabhupada always says that uh, in, in his lectures, he always mentions in your country. So my thought process was this, that, you know, earlier when I came, when we, at least for myself, when I came to USA, I thought this is my country now, right? But then after we joined into Krishna consciousness, and, you know, we came to know, first of all, what is the difference between, you know, goodness, passion, ignorance, how, uh, what, how, from Prabhupada's vision through his books, how things are. So I said perfectly, Prabhupada is saying the right thing. And, you know, like after that, day, I never felt that, uh, so I don't know whether you were referring it to us, but for me, it's like I don't consider this as my own country because I always felt that, uh, you know, there's nothing personal about the country here. But we are staying here because we are kind of stuck here so many years we have been here. 
and uh, but I know you said in consciousness Prabhupada's lectures also says that you know so somehow um, uh, especially after coming to Krishna consciousness at least for myself I don't know if others what thought they have but I never felt that this country is my country because you know the people uh, the culture the way of eating uh, you know everything is so different but I am so amazed and mesmerized by the devotees the American devotees who have joined this uh, you know Krishna consciousness because you know for them at least we have heard the name Krishna we have heard uh, you know uh, like Vedic culture we have we have seen you know like uh, but for them it's like um, you know it's not easy because most of them are Christians and things like that so definitely this is their country but I am sure that once they also join Krishna consciousness they feel we all we, we don't belong to any country we belong to Prabhupada's, <laughs> Prabhupada's uh, family I just wanted to mention that like you know and I know that this can only be mentioned in, in the association of devotees because uh, you know when we uh, like uh, you know Pasha Desh uh, Prabhupada came here this is actually a foreign country but somehow we are living here we are hoping and praying that sometime later in life we can also go back to India only and stay there as too many Maharajas you know like uh, uh, they want to in their older times go back to India only and stay so I don't know what Krishna's arrangement is, but I just wanted to mention that, Prabhuji, when you mentioned thank you. this. No, yeah, yeah, thank you. I just said because I'm I'm in India and you know I'm speaking to most of you are in America, so I just thought your country. That's all, nothing personal. No, yeah, yeah, and also Prabhuji, you were also based off uh, USA some part, right? Earlier, now you're in India only. I never was based. I was always visiting. I was always visiting for my business and uh, you know. Uh, work. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. I never lived in, I I never settled in USA. I was always a visitor as a businessman. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so good that this uh, country, you know, where we came here to, as a land of opportunity, we were really saved by Chila Prabhupada. And because whenever I, uh, you know, I hear this now in your, so I used to think over it. Like I'm I'm hearing the lecture and Prabhupada is saying, in your country. So I said like, Prabhupada has so much of uh, Vedic culture. And then he's saying in his lecture, your country, so where do we belong now? We are here. So I said, no, no, we also belong to India only. <laughs> Sorry, Prabhupada, you're pointing this no, out. Problem, no, no, we are, we are yeah. supposed to be going beyond that also, which Prabhupada, you know, when he, it was a conversational reference, otherwise... Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I really liked it when you said that. It reminded me of Srila Prabhupada's lecture, you know. Because I used to concentrate on this statement that Prabhupada said and then I used to think why Prabhupada is saying this. That means he uh, has come from uh, uh, like, okay for example when I am giving a class I will never say your country. But such a big sacrifice on Prabhupada's part that he was, stay, he was staying here in America. He was giving class and then he is saying your country. So imagine like going to a foreign country which doesn't, he didn't even feel it. That otherwise he would have said yeah I have come here this is my country. So, and still, it is somebody else's country, but he's coming here to preach. It's such a big thing. So, whenever I hear this, I really like it. That's why I mentioned, uh, Prabhuji, this thing. Sure. And, uh, but I really feel after I joined Krishna Consciousness, this, uh, this, I'm with Prabhupada only. I don't, this country doesn't belong to me. You know, because it didn't belong to Prabhupada, so it doesn't belong to us. So, for us, wherever Prabhupada is, you know, India, I mean, I'm just speaking from the material point of view, Prabhuji. Yeah, but thank you for mentioning that, because... Uh, I used to hear a lot from Prabhupada's lecture this and uh, whatever Prabhupada said, you know, it has such a deep meaning and uh, so sorry for any uh, wrongs words said Prabhupada. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.
Okay, so we can end the session, probably there are no more questions.